0: Now, Joe Harris is a gentleman that has been with us before. He is a retired police officer. He is the owner of Roll Call. He, he is a, a, a dealer of weapons, uh, a licensed dealer of weapons. He does school assessments for safety, okay? And as soon as he saw this stuff happening, he uh, texted me and said, I'm available if you need anything, which I really appreciate. So he's in the studio right now. How are you, Joseph? Frank, thank you. It's great to be back with you. Yeah. I'm sorry that every time I call you, we have a crisis like this, but yeah. and it happens too often. One you of say? I'm just going to call you and say hi. Yeah, that'll work. Now, I said that I had three questions and I have a million more, but these are yeah. my three. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when you have all this media attention, mm-hmm. you know, the NRA speaking at CPAC and, you know, the big meetings and all this stuff, does that have an influence on gun sales? Well, sure. Yeah, absolutely. It does.
1: You mean people buy more guns? Well, people buy more guns. Um, I guess you could say the uh, the good news uh, is that um, there's no uh, uh, f- factual data that shows that there is an in- increase of crime when people are purchasing more guns. It's just really not there. There's only so many people in the country and, you know... Um, can only shoot one gun at a time, so I mean, uh, what one guy with twenty guns is no more dangerous than one guy with one gun that you know wants to um, you know hurt somebody.
0: But I mean, like for instance, in in New Jersey, the governor just signed a law that banned armor-piercing uh, ammunition. So does that mean that people
1: you know are going to say, well, I can't get, it, I'm going to run out and buy it before it's banned? Um, yeah, they will. They will. Um, Armor piercing, um, it's actually been illegal to uh, sell Armor piercing anyway it was not illegal to possess. There was a difference. Um, us as a uh, retailer, FFL, we can't legally sell armor piercing. You could possess it, but I also believe there is another uh, law in the books that uh, utilizing armor piercing ammunition during the commission of a crime is in and of itself an additional crime. Same thing with body armor. Body armor is not illegal to own and possess, but wearing it during the commission of a crime is is an additional crime.
0: Now I, I said, and you correct me anything I say that is not correct, I want you to just whack me across the head with a newspaper okay <laughs> but I said the AR15 has become like the poster gun for you know everything that 's sure. bad right mm-hmm. okay of course. Um, are you seeing an increased interest in people who want an AR
1: fifteen because they figure it 's going to be taken away sure uh, that happens mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. Every, everybody wants something that they can't have. It doesn't matter what it is, whether you, they have an interest in it or not. Um, you can't have it, well, I, I gotta hurry up and get one in case I can ever have one, have one again. Um, then you'll see the prices spike, and then, you know, they'll, they'll eventually come back down. Even if they ban AR-15s, there's still uh, hundreds of thousands of them out there. It's not like getting the rare uh, Babe Ruth card where, you know, there's a handful. Uh, there's there's literally thousands, hundreds of thousands of
0: them. Well, well that, that, that's a point. Like, in other words, if they say okay ar-15s are banned there are so many people that already have them you'd have to confiscate them to get rid of ar-15s on the
1: street right yeah I, well you, you definitely have to uh you know you would confiscate them are you going to get them all absolutely not anybody that has bad intentions or that just says i'm not worried about you frank but um if somebody says well i'm going to break the law i mean they're criminals by definition and doesn't matter. Uh, you would give up yours. I understand that. Um, you'll still have people making, you know, their own weapons in their own garages, and and you know, smuggling them over, uh, you know, through the border pa- uh, borders. It, it, it it's. Drugs have been illegal for a long time. And I know this is the same argument that everybody has. Drugs are illegal. We still get drugs and, and, and around and around we go. But if, you know, AR fifteens are such a big concern, um, that that's fine. If 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 you think that nobody should have an AR fifteen, that that's fine. Um, what I do, Frank, with, with my assessments, I spent more time, uh, I, 15 years in law enforcement, I, I don't really have the luxury of dealing in uh, feel good or dealing in emotions or dealing in uh, politics or even political correctness. Uh, I spent all my time dealing in facts, figures, and stats. That's it. I I don't have that luxury to see it any other way. So if everybody wants to uh, make the argument we should have guns, we should not have guns, that's fine. Continue the fight, Write Your congressman, if you don't think that you should have guns, do whatever it is. That's what America's about. Uh, I spend more, more of my time on actually mitigating or attempting to prevent as much mass murder as they can. And that's what happens when we're talking about uh, risk assessments. Right.
0: Um, Why is the AR-15 popular? I mean, as as a weapon? I mean, we were talking about this. George Banks used the AR-15. So it's not like it just popped up.
1: Well, I mean ar15s AR- uh, they're um, it's, it's an easy it's an easy uh, gun to shoot it's it's a great sporting weapon um, ammunition is not that expensive it's a good gun uh, for uh, people to learn on new people getting into the sport there's minimal kick to it uh, people talk about the ar15 and, and and they always use the term high-powered rifle behind it um, that is uh, the AR15, uh, 556,2,23 five, round. You can't even hunt with that in the state of Pennsylvania because it's not powerful enough. It for, uh, to uh, to shoot a deer, uh, you, all your deer rifles are going to be much more powerful. And, and I don't want to get off track, but I wouldn't necessarily deem it the high-powered rifle. Um, higher capacity magazines they could take, but it, but the high-powered rifle, it's not. It's a that's why it's desirable. It's a it's a sporting rifle that you don't have to break your shoulder when you're shooting it because it's it doesn't have a high power like let's say a thirty out six would. So you would not.
0: Define it as an assault weapon.
1: Well, well, that, that that's just um, to uh, further somebody's political agenda, and I I wouldn't define it that way, nor would I even respond to something like that. It, it, that's that's a political talking point that I I really don't get involved in.
0: But but you know when you talk about an AR. It, 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 let's say that the AR-15 was never... There's other kinds of ARs that are out there. It's not like AR-15's gone and, and that kind of weapon doesn't exist anymore.
1: We could talk about improvised explosive devices. Yeah. Okay, you can learn how to make them anywhere. Um, I'm not going to elaborate, but it's it's at everybody's fingertips. Let's put it that way. Um, it's illegal to even attempt to manufacture an improvised explosive device. No. it happens.
0: Now, the big question. What are your thoughts on arming teachers? <laughs> Wait okay. a minute, stop, stop a minute. John, I want to hear I want to hear the president. the president talked about this first soundbite on, on concealed carry for teachers.
1: I think a concealed permit for having teachers and letting people know that there are people in the building with gun, you won't have, in my opinion, you won't have these shootings because these people are cowards.
0: Okay, he, he's, he's pushing for this.
1: What are, you th- what are your thoughts? Okay. Whether or not you agree with the president or disagree with them, the, the hardest part for me to even take my angle now is that you played the president, so you're going to have half the country uh, automatically uh, disapprove of it, usually because it came from a politician that's not popular today. You're them.
0: absolutely right. We, so, can't, we can't get the politics out of it and just yeah. use
1: common so sense. So if we just take a, take a half a second for your listeners and pretend we didn't even hear a politician's voice behind it, I'm going to narrow it down this way. It's very simple. This is the same thing I speak to uh, school administrators about. Um, In every emergency operation plan, you have five stages. You have prevention, protection, mitigation, response, and recovery. Right now, we're in the recovery stage as a country after this uh, devastating shooting in Florida. All right? Uh, the prevention is of course your uh, early warning signs, finding your um, people with mental illness, identifying them. There's a lot that goes into this, but uh, that'd be your prevention. Your protection, is, uh, your protection stage is uh, y- your mission statement there is to harden your site security, lock doors, um, all that stuff that goes along with that. Then we get into the mitigate- mitigation. Okay, so when all the safety valves fail, Bad guys in the bad guys doing damage. We have to stop it, mitigate. I I, I spoke to a, um, some administrators a couple of days ago, and uh, one person said, "Absolutely not. I'm you know I'm not for I'm not for the guns." I said, I, "I I don't. That's fine. If you're not for arming teachers, that that's okay. But have a disruption. What's your disruptor? What is if your plan is to you know wait." Till law enforcement gets there, then so be it. That's what most of the schools are doing now anyway. See, when we go back to Columbine, um, I know the law enforcement community was under a lot of attack because um, there was a lot of people getting killed and they were waiting outside. Those officers are actually doing what they were trained to do. We learned from that. We learned that training could be improved. We improved on it. It's not a SWAT mission. It's a, it's a patrol officer mission. We went to two man entries. The first two officers that show up go and take out the suspect. And that means stepping over the injured. Literally, uh, it's a gruesome thought, but that's what you gotta do. You have one mission statement, and that is to stop the action, disrupt them. Now we're looking at it in, in another way, and we said, okay, well, you're the first officer on scene. You don't even have time to wait for backup. Get going, stop the action. It's all about time. You don't have 45 minutes to wait for SWAT to show up. You don't even have enough time for your backup to show up. Do, you th- do I think that teachers should be armed whatever it's going to take to disrupt or stop the action. If any teacher that is going to say, you know, I I don't think it's a good idea, I would say fine. As long as you're willing to throw yourself, like the uh, hero down in Florida did, the football coach. If you're willing to throw yourself in front of that person and disrupt and stop more children from being harmed, that's fine, because you're the decision makers. It's not the children, okay? They're got, they have to do whatever you decided for your district. That you, they're going to do whatever. So are you willing to be the disruptor? Your chances are going to be slim. Your chance, uh, strike that. Your chances are going to be very high that you're, you're going to be a casualty yourself. If we could give you a uh, a fighting chance, um, I and I know the first thought in people's head they're, they're educators. Uh, they, they can't be armed, as if our teachers aren't smart enough or can't figure out or can't actually learn or take a two three week course. Learn about uh, uh, rules of engagement. Learn about sections of use of fo- use of force. Could there be casualties um uh, other casualties because uh the let's say the teacher missed the subject absolutely same thing could happen with law enforcement there could be other casualties what it's all about mitigation at this point all right that these are key points
0: when we come back we're going to take a break when we come back i want to talk to you about training and i want to talk to you about the safety assessment for the schools 27 minutes after 4 o'clock. I'm Frank Andrews, W-I-L-K. We are talking to Joe Harris of Roll Call. Joe is a retired police officer. He is an expert on weapons, and he is also an expert who does school safety assessments. Joe, we have somebody that texted and asked this. Do you have any thoughts on changing the age to 21 for purchasing? Does it make a difference? I mean, people are saying, well, you join the Army 18, you know, and you 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 have a weapon, but... Um,
1: To me... I, I would leave that open for uh, discussion. I, I don't um, I don't have a strong stance on that uh, to be quite honest either way. Um, you know I, I had I had my first gun obviously I was 18 I was a young man um, but I, I'm not gonna have heartburn if they said you have to be 21 you have to be 21 to drink alcohol. I know it's not the same but um, I, I really don't have a, uh, a, a view on that. Second question that was texted: Are you personally comfortable
0: with the background checks that are in place now, or would you rather see something stronger, less stronger? Is the government doing what it needs to do?
1: Yeah, um, I, I I would say I would say yeah, uh, the, the, yes. There there is definitely an area, the, the mental health area, that we could uh, definitely delve into a little bit deeper, and uh, um, I, I'd like to see the mental health study start. As young as, you know, uh, five years of age, uh, carry through through life, uh, whether or not by the time that uh, person becomes an adult, uh, we, you know, we should have a pretty good idea on the person's uh, ability to uh, to uh, function properly in society. Uh, this is a much larger question that needs to be taken. I. I Honestly, believe at the national level, schools spend all this time and money. They know every day you're late. They know every day that you missed. They know what your uh, academic scores are, right down to the, the you know tenth of a point. Um, but as far as uh, in schools, objective is to prepare you for life. Uh, this is, uh, you know, f- to prepare you for uh, to function as a, f- a functioning member of society. And the, nobody here remembers trigonometry or algebra after school. Um, but we do use our social skills every day. But there's there's very little guidance, I think, in in the educational system that help track that and track early signs of mental illness. Uh, usually, uh, by the time we discover the uh, person's uh, uh, handicaps, it you know, unfortunately, it's too late. All right, we're going to
0: take a break for news. I've quoted something that you said last time about twenty times here. You said when we we're talking about video games, you said you know, you score points if you kill someone. And I thought, wow, that is profound. We'll come back. We're going to take more of your texts, more of your phone calls. We're talking to Joe Harris of Roll Call. I want to talk about training to training and the school assessments when we come back on WILK. 24 minutes now before 5 o'clock. I'm Frank Andrews, W-I-L-K. Good to have you here. We're talking about protecting our kids, safety, guns, the whole issue. Uh, Joe Harris from Roll Call is here. I do this to this this poor guy all the time. I ask him to stay for a half hour and then press him for about 45 minutes. I'm sorry, Joe. (laughs) No, I love being here. All right. You got a teacher, wherever this bill goes, whatever whatever happens, you got a teacher who wants to uh, do concealed carry. What kind of training
1: do you offer? What kind of training do they need? We don't we don't offer that because it's just not it's just not developed at this point. Um, I would be more than happy to help develop the curriculum, uh, but I do know what the kind of training uh, is going to uh, be uh, part of the uh, curriculum is obviously uh, use of force, uh, rules of engagement, uh, the. the uh, School district's going to have to write an extensive policy on it, using the weapon, uh, not using the weapon to uh, hold somebody at bay that is maybe, let's say, running from the cops. Uh, it, it's, it's in a life or death situation. It, it, it's, the, the weapon only has to be used during the mitigation phase. So when, when the shots start firing is, when, uh, is the only time that I could foresee at this point a teacher actually actively engaging in, in the threat. Um, they're, uh, uh obviously, um, what, are uh, you talking about weeks or months of training? Weeks, weeks. weeks. Yeah, well, so all, all your armed security, um, you, you'll see them driving the armored trucks and stuff. That's that's called the Act 235. That's about a two-week course. Um, there's a lot of the a lot of the curriculum for the Act 235 is not applicable to uh, uh, teachers actually carrying armed. Uh, they're they're uh, you know a last-ditch effort to save lives is what that comes down to. They're not securing money. They're not learning handcuffing techniques and pepper spray, etc. Um, so it, a lot of it is just it's going to come down to the use of force, uh, working under uh, stressful conditions, uh, scenario type-based training, which is basically kind of like what we do at roll call with uh, civilian home defense courses. We do scenario-based training, put you in different scenarios, and you react accordingly. Are you seeing more women interested in protection than you have in the past? Oh my God, yeah, absolutely, and I, I think it's I think it's fantastic. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of women uh, that probably makes up. Uh, if I'm going to guess 30, 40, I'd say 30, 35% of our uh, clientele. Wow. Okay. Now, a couple
0: of weeks ago, we gave you the list of, uh, of 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 suggested safety measures from Homeland Security. Joe Harris is certified with the Pennsylvania Department of Homeland Security uh, for doing these risk assessments at schools. So you go in, you take a look at the whole situation. This was a shocking answer he gave to me. I said to him, what would you see as the biggest problem in the schools that you have surveyed and you said? <laughs> awareness. <laughs> I would think it's like, it's well, very, they need bulletproof glass and you're it, saying
1: awareness. It, it's very inexpensive. It's awareness. Um, it's, um, I, I, well, Frank, I, I get asked this question and, uh, the skeptics, uh, the people that are, uh, the, you know, skeptical about, it, they, they would ask me, well, come on, really? What's the chances? What's the chances? My school is going to get shot up. What's the chance? What's the chances? And, uh, I, look them right in the face and say, uh, very slim. Your chances are slim. There is no doubt about it. There's many schools. I mean, nobody nobody uh, reports on the plane that did not crash, okay? there. Uh, this stuff is actually being prevented daily, but it's never really gonna make the media. But your chances of your school is slim. The uh, chances of you winning the lottery are also slim, but you still have a better chance of a school shooting than you are winning the lottery. Wow. And you are willing to take that bet are you willing to uh, you know, take preventative measures to uh, harden the uh, security of the school? So they, they are slim. So what, what tends to happen is right now we're, like I said, we're in the recovery stage right now as a nation trying to wrap our heads around this. Right now, everybody's very interested and everybody says, well, hey, how, how should we have responded? How, and, and it's all the questions the the whys and the hows. Unfortunately, in a week or two, this is going to die down. Unfortunately, the interest is going to kind of diminish and everybody's kind of just back to normal until, uh, unfortunately, the next uh, school shooting. All right.
0: My last question. How do people get in touch with you for a school assessment safety for any question they have?
1: Uh, you You could always contact me at roll call. Uh, we're online. Rollcall911.com. Um, you could, uh, I, I believe, my email is on there also, or just pick up the phone. I, I try to get back to everybody's calls. Um, I'm also on uh, social media.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much for letting me press you into extra time. Thanks for good sir. Answers. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Thank All you. All right. Thank you. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Heya. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs>